Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. To Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Get up. Let's get it on. The Wendy's Big Show. Showtime, baby. Showtime. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambeau Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. three here of the Wendy's Big Show. Toby Altizer, Adam Roberts. We are live from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. Talk plenty of Packers football. Now it's time to dive into some baseball talk. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline is Chris Maring from the Wisconsin Timber Rattler. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. Chris, how you doing today? I'm doing great, uh, Toby. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Appreciate the time. And I uh, want to start with a little just background from you. How did you get started working with the Timber Rattlers up there in Appleton? Um, I got to know the former radio guy back in 1999. He said he was leaving and I applied for the job and I got the job. Uh, I was working with the Green Bay Gamblers, the USHL team up uh, in Green Bay, and I kind of split time between them uh, and the Gant- and, and the Timber Rattlers for a few years and been doing this uh, full time with the Timber Rattlers basically since 2003. So this is... Uh, Year 22, I guess, wow. of Timber Rattlers baseball for me. So then 
tell us a little bit about what it's like following alongside a minor league baseball team and what are some of the the better aspects of minor league baseball maybe as opposed to major league baseball well it's a lot easier right now with uh than it was when i first started out because when i first started out it was like 22 23 straight days you're playing three game series um some days you are you know you you start out and at home and then you wind up in Cedar Rapids and then you kind of bounce over to Dayton, Ohio, and then, you know, you're all over the place, but now it's, it's really easy with the, you know, six game series, you're off every Monday. Um, it, it's kind of nice to, to do this, but just watching guys uh, develop and make their way up to the big leagues. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of them come through in the last several years, either when we were a Mariners affiliate, when I first started and now with the, with the Brewers, but, um, just the, it's, it's an awesome job and, uh, just, it's incredible to just see everybody just move on up the ladder. Talking with Chris Maring, the radio play-by-play host, uh, for the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. How have the T-Rats been this season? I, you know, we talk plenty about the Brewers here in Milwaukee and, uh, on the statewide network here, but don't necessarily always check up on the minor league affiliates, but how the T-Rats been this year? Um, well, they were, uh, it was a really good first half, just kind of fell short, uh, down towards the stretch. Uh, second half has been kind of tough. We lost Tyler black to an injury, um, lost a couple of guys to promotions, uh, just kind of saw a 10 game losing streak where, you know, that ran into a couple of hot teams and just, uh, lost some close games, but, uh, they're around 500, uh, on the half and they're above 500 for the, uh, for the season. And it's been a fun year full of great guys, uh, great performances, and uh, just seeing all these players uh, just get better every day. It's been fun, and the fans are coming out and supporting the Timber Rattlers, and, you know, we're getting people coming up from Milwaukee, and there's been a lot of buzz lately about some of the new additions. And, uh, you know, there's about three homestands left in the season and hoping everybody gets out to see them. Well, and one of those guys that has brought a lot of excitement to the Timber Rattlers since he's got called up to high a Wisconsin is Jackson Churio. What's it been like watching him, even though he's been there for what, just a week, week and a half or so. He's been absolutely incredible in his time there. What's it been like watching Jackson Churio? I can't believe he's only 18 years old. Um, the, the approach at the plate. I mean, he had four hits last night and all of them were just, I mean, just amazing uh, to see. He hit a home run to straightaway center uh, the other day for the Timber Rattlers. I think that was on uh, that was on Saturday or Friday, but that got a lot of buzz. And uh, my goodness, he is quite the player. And I think uh, the the fans really need to get out and see him because I'm fortunate. I get to see every pitch and every swing he takes uh, during games when we're on the road. And it's it's a show, I'll tell you that much. And I can see why every why he jumped up the prospect ladders. He's number one. Um, he he described it best in his uh, in his uh, pregame or in his press conference that he met the media on. He said he can hit, he can field, he can run, and he can hit with power too. And you know, and he, so far so good with all of that stuff for him. Yeah, I mean, you, you watch him every day. Is there a player that he reminds you of now getting to see him in person? Um, no, not really. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot of, I mean, uh, there've been some uh, great players that I've seen over the years. Uh, I mean, Adam Jones came through here. Um, Chris Snelling was a great minor league player that had his career derailed by injuries with the Mariners, 
but uh, th- there really is anybody that I can compare him to. I just, it, it, he's one of a kind right now. I mean, for as young as he is and for as much um, baseball ability that he has, it's just fun to watch him. So I can't really pick out a, a comp for him, but just, <laughs> and that's a good thing, I guess, because just get out and see him. Um, you know, his manager down in Carolina compared him to uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. And uh, that brought a smile to uh, Jackson's face when the media brought that up last Actually week. So, so he, uh, he he definitely uh, is somebody that I think uh, is going to move very quickly through the system. Yeah, and that's a guy that a lot of Brewers fans are excited about and someone that maybe they didn't know about before the season, and now they're getting to know. Have there been some other guys that have really stood out to you this season with the T-Rats? Well, uh, you know, Cam Robinson, uh, as a as a reliever in this system, uh, he was just, I mean, the game was basically over when he came in, and he's now up at Biloxi. Sal Fralick, uh, I mean, he was with the Timber Atlas at the tail end of last year. He was the number one pick last year. He's already up at AAA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he spent a month with us, uh, and I wish he would have stayed a little bit longer. But he uh, he had to go, and he's already up at uh, AAA with with Joey Weimer and Garrett Mitchell. They all got sent up from Biloxi at the same time, and and all three of those guys were with the Timber Rattlers last year. So I mean, Fralick has been outstanding. Um, you know, Justin Jarvis is a name I think that people has kind of fallen off the radar for him lately. But uh, he has just been just turned it around from a tough year last year, and he's still very young, and uh, just can keep climbing. And uh, we'll see what he does as as he goes up through the system as well. So going through the minor leagues and working with minor league, how dialed in are you with the big league ball club and all that's going on within the organization? I'm assuming that's probably a big part of it too, and keeping up with what's going on and where you project these guys to end up going. Uh, to tell you the truth, I kind of get focused in on what's going on with, with the sure. Timber Rattlers because, um, you know, like I, I didn't have time to follow the bird game last night, except just kind of watching on, on game day every, you know, like once a, once every 10, 15 minutes during the game, during a quick break. And I mean, I know they're playing this afternoon and I couldn't tell you the score right now because I'm kind of getting ready for my game today, but you know, I do follow you know, where they are in the standings and, and how the things are going. But, uh, you know, and I also see what's happening around the rest of the, the minors with, you know, just checking in with the other radio broadcasters to see how they're doing. And, you know, how they ask me, you know, about guys that are coming up and I'll ask uh, Carolina and Craig uh, down in Carolina, what's going on down there and who we might be getting, but I'm just kind of focused in on, on Timber Rattlers baseball. I mean, it's just kind of, tunnel vision I guess is this time of the year for me one last year talking with Chris Maring the radio announcer play-by-play guy for the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers now that you're going to be the closest affiliate for the Milwaukee Brewers if they need to send someone on a rehab assignment I believe you've seen what Colton Wong this year Brandon Woodruff how cool is it when you get one of the big league guys to come up and play with the Timber Rattlers it's very cool um, because they are all just uh, they just want to come in, get their, you know, do what they have to do to, to get things going. But, you know, Brandon Woodruff was, I mean, he still, I think he's still talking about how he really enjoyed, you know, getting on the field for the anthem and having one of the kids out there from a little league program out with him. And 
Um, it, it was great for us too, because the ticket sales kind of go through the roof too. That's, that's the awesome part for us uh, financially, but um, from a personal standpoint, just meeting those guys and seeing them. And, you know, we've had some guys come back uh, that have been with us in the past uh, as minor leaguers come back. I know Freddie Peralta came back a couple of years ago on a rehab assignment and Freddie still was happy to see the mascot fang and he was still happy to see everybody. And uh, just, I mean, people were lining up to see him pitch too. So the, the rehabs, I mean, it, it's, it's terrible that guys are hurt and need to come down for rehabs, but for us to be able to give them a place that's just, you know, a couple hours or an hour and a half North, uh, that's one of the reasons why we are a Brewers affiliate right now, because of that closeness and that ability to, to give them a place to come up and, and get ready to get back to the big leagues and, and help contribute down there. Chris, appreciate the time. Hopefully you can continue to watch Jackson Churio, but not for too long. We want him here in Milwaukee pretty soon as well. So appreciate the time today. All right. And the Brewers just have a lot of great outfielder prospects and they're, they're on their way, everybody. So just uh, hang on, check out the minor leagues and, and uh, hopefully come on up to the stadium this year. Yet we're still home through uh, a little after Labor Day. For sure. Appreciate it, Chris. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. See ya. There you heard from Chris Maring, the play-by-play guy for the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. And I do want to talk a little bit about some of the minor league bats before we get to Kyle Glazer, who comes up at the bottom of the hour. We'll take a quick break, then we'll talk through some of the Brewers minor league prospects next here on the Wendy's Big Show. Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Big Show, Toby Altizer, Adam Roberts here from the Lakeland University Studios talking with you about the Milwaukee Brewers as they take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Hopefully they can get a win today. I need them to win today because I'm so sick of talking negatively about everything the Brewers have done over the last couple of days. I need something positive to talk about. So can you please just win today, please? So we at least have something positive to talk about. There are other things positive to talk about with the Brewers, but before we get to that, I need to tell you about Wendy's Strawberry Frosty. With a Strawberry Frosty, the time to enjoy yourself is built right in. They're so rich and creamy, a straw just won't cut it. And finishing one, well, that's going to take you at least 15 minutes, so make sure you check your watch. Is it Frosty time yet? And by that we mean, is it time for a moment with just you and your Frosty kicking back and doing whatever goes best with the best treat of the summer? These Strawberry Frosty treats are going fast, So when it's time for Frosty Time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's limited time only. One thing about the Brewers that is positive is their minor league system is looking good. At least the top guys are. In AAA, now you have the outfielder you acquired with the Josh Hader trade, Asturi Ruiz, alongside Sal Fralick, Garrett Mitchell, Joey Weimer. And that gives you a lot of confidence that Hopefully one of these guys can help the big league ball club. You know, we just talked with Chris Maring, and Jackson Churio is the biggest stud of them all, and he's right now with the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, and I would encourage you, go check him out, because he's not going to be there for long. 
He'll probably be going to Biloxi, then next thing to Nashville, then up to the bigs, and I would think relatively quickly because he is looking like he is going to be an absolute stud. I mean, the fact that his manager in Carolina was comparing him to Ronald Acuna. That made me raise my eyebrows when Chris mentioned that. Imagine Ronald Acuna on the Brewers, but at age 18. And I've been hearing that, I'd heard that comparison as well, and power, speed, fielding, average, I mean, everything you want to see, four-hit night the other night, and then in AAA, in Nashville, like I said, you've got all the other guys, Freilich, Weimer, those guys, and they're playing well too. So I know one thing that you pitched to, for us to talk about today, Adam, was maybe are one of these guys going to be able to come up and help the big league roster? I don't know if they can come up right away, but I tell you one thing, they're definitely going to be some guys that are probably coming up next year, whether it's one, two of them. But the outfield for the Brewers is looking like it's going to be a solid position for years to come because you've got Freilich, who I really like Sal Freilich. I think he's going to be a stud for the Brewers. Joey Weimer, you've got Garrett Mitchell, and then topping all of them is Jackson Churio, and then you just added in Asturi Ruiz. So you've got really five outfielders that are going to come up as the future of the Brewers. So Christian Yelich, I think at some point either is going to learn a new position like first base or you're just going to almost permanently DH him with all these outfielders coming up. But that's encouraging to hear that all these guys are playing so well at AAA. I believe last night all of those guys at AAA had a hit, a couple of them homered. Garrett Mitchell's looking better as the time goes on with him at AAA. I mean, this is encouraging to hear that the Brewers' farm system is much better than it's been in the past. The question now becomes, can any of these guys step up and help you during this window? You know, again, this window is the next couple of seasons while you have Burns and you have Woody and you have Freddie Peralta. Can these guys come up and give you solid play while they're still in town? I'm not sure. I mean, that's the main question because I think these guys are going to develop and be solid players for the Brewers going forward. But can they give you something while you still feel like you're in a championship window? I'm not sure. Let's look at some of the numbers for Jackson Churio, though, because that's the guy that I'm most excited about. Jackson Churio this year has been an absolute stud for the Brewers, a guy that he was ranked inside the top 100 for all of Major League Baseball, but he was, I think, the third guy for the Brewers in their in their prospect rankings. But after this season, what he's shown, he ch- jumped right up. He's now the number 35 prospect on MLB.com. He's the number one guy for the Brewers. And here's why. So with Carolina, he was batting... 324, 373 on base, 600 slugging percentage. Incredible. 12 homers, 47 RBIs. Now, since he's gone up to the Timber Rattlers, 353 batting average, 395 on base, 471 slugging in eight games. And he's hit one homer, had five RBIs, had a double, three walks, only four strikeouts, a stolen base. This guy gives you everything. I'm so excited for him to get to the bigs and him be able to make a difference. Now, they're projecting, according to MLB.com, that Churio probably gets to the bigs around 2025. I think you give him this year and next year. I would think 2024 at some point. 
they'd like to have him in the bigs. Freilich, they say 2024, maybe somewhere around there for him. Weimer and Garrett Mitchell, they project to come up next season. So I'd love to see some of these guys be able to come in and make a difference for the Brewers right away because there's a spot wide open now in center field. I don't know that any of them come up and make a difference this season for the Brewers, but if there's an opening right now in center field, there's no one that's clear going to fill in that for next season. So you could have one of these guys, if they can show up in spring training and play well there, show up maybe early in the season for them and make a difference. They could be the guy going forward. You know, you draft some of these guys in the first round. You need them to make an impact at some point. Now you're going to have an opportunity for some of these guys that you drafted, that you've developed to come up and make a difference for the big league ball club. And that's going to be important for the Brewers because they just haven't had that for a while. They haven't had the big league talent from coming through their own system. You know, it's been having to acquire it in other ways. The pitching has come through the Brewers system. You know, you've had Burns, you've had Woody, you trade for Freddie, but he was even developed here as well. Ashby, those guys. But you haven't had hitters come through the Brewers organization. I mean, you look across the diamond right now. Renfro traded for. Uh, Tyrone Taylor's a homegrown guy, but, I mean, he's nothing incredible. Yelich traded for. Luis Arias traded for. Adamas, Wong, Telez, Narvaez, who went on the IL today. Those guys are all traded for. So it's about time the Brewers start developing some hitters, and if they can do that and do it at a good enough rate with all these guys, you have five outfielders. I mean, you could end up having a really solid outfield for a long time. You could trade some of these guys and bring in some guys to help you on the pitching staff, whatever it needs be. But it's about time the Brewers start developing some of these guys because we've had some prospects with Milwaukee that you've had high expectations for, and they haven't lived up to it. I mean, I think back to... When I interned here in 2019, people were so upset that they traded Mauricio Dubon. Mauricio Dubon? I mean, he hasn't done anything since he's really got up to the majors. So that's another one. You have high hopes for Bryce Terang. When is he going to help out the big league ball club? You need something out of him. So it's been a while since the Brewers have developed a guy through their own system as a hitter that's developed into one of these studs. And now they're doing it again. So hopefully you can have these guys come up. But I want them to be good this season is the tough thing. I want them to be good right now. So the encouraging part for the Brewers is they've got a decent future with these hitters. But, I mean, how much longer do they have this pitching staff the way it is? Are they going to be able to make a difference? I question whether everything's going to meet up at the perfect time. Been a rough uh, 2022 for your boy Maurice Dubon. He was spent time with the Giants and the Astros, hitting just 222 this season with four home runs. Yeah, I mean, he struggled. The, the question I have is, can they marry this up perfectly where the prospects can come up and make a bit difference with the Brewers right when you still have the pitchers? Or is it going to work out just just wrong where they're going to have Burns, Woody, those guys end up leaving, and then you're going to have Churio and Weimer and all these guys come to the bigs. I don't know. I, I still can't get my head around what happened at the trade deadline, and that's what we're going to ask Kyle Glazer about from Baseball America because I I can't understand it. I'm interested to hear, you know, not necessarily an outsider's perspective, but someone that's not just dialed in strictly on the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm interested to hear his thoughts on what the Brewers did at the deadline and whether he thinks it's positive or negative. Because I think we all know what we think about it, 
but I want to hear someone else's thoughts. And we'll talk with Kyle Glazer from Baseball America next here on the Wendy's Big Show with Toby Altizer and Adam Roberts on the Big Show Radio Network. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. It's Wendy's Big Show. Toby Altizer alongside Adam Roberts. It's time to get out to the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844 Pride or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844 Pride to go to schneiderjobs.com. And joining us now, national writer for Baseball America, Kyle Glazer. Kyle, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. Let's jump right into this, Kyle, because we've been trying to figure out what is going on with these Milwaukee Brewers moves at the trade deadline for multiple days now, and we can't seem to get it. 
So I want to get your thoughts because we're in it every single day with the Brewers and we're you know deep diving in every game and every single move. What was the thought of someone that is an outsider to an extent looking at the Brewers' trade deadline moves? Yeah, I think when you first see a team that's in first place in their division trading a closer of Josh Hader's stature, it certainly makes you raise your eyebrows a little bit because it's a seller kind of move as opposed to a buyer kind of move. But at the same time, you understand the Brewers seeing a situation where they have a lot of really good bullpen arms where they feel like they can withstand the loss of Hader and maybe use this opportunity to fill in some other holes. Um, You know, you have Devin Williams. I actually thought the Matt Bush acquisition later in the day really helped shore up the back of the bullpen. He very quietly has been really, really, really good. So you're still looking at a team with an excellent bullpen that's in position to contend for the division title. And they also added some pieces that could help them in both the present and future. So when you look at the trade a little deeper, you understand it, even though on the surface, it's certainly kind of surprising. So then I would, I guess I would ask, did they get enough for him? Because we don't feel like they did, but you know, you're going to know the prospects that they got a little bit more than us. Did they get enough for Josh Hader? Um, so, so in my view, it's, it's a little light, especially given that they DFA to Nelson Lamette. That's mm-hmm. the thing that surprised me to me to make this move make sense. You have to believe that you can get Taylor Rogers, right? You're hoping that you can keep Denelson Lamette healthy because when he's healthy, he's locked out. I mean, he's been really, really good. He just needs to get healthy and get used to pitching in the bullpen. You know, Asturi Ruiz and Robert Gasser, um, I mean, they could potentially help down the road, but neither of these guys are, are two studs. To me, it's for the move to make sense. It's really about Rodgers and Lamette, but then them DFAing Lamette, that's where, for me, it tells me they must have thought much higher of Ruiz and Gasser than the rest of the industry. Well, and that's what I, I'm wondering. The Lamette thing makes no sense to me, and we, we tried to make sense of that yesterday, and I don't think anyone could figure it out. But then looking at Gasser and Ruiz, what are they getting in those guys? Because I think the Brewers think that Ruiz might be able to help the big league ball club a little bit this year. Otherwise, you know, he's in AAA, so I'd assume he's going to be with them next year, if nothing else. And then Gasser, they called an underrated arm. Is that something that was, you know, generally considered to be the case? Or is this something that the Brewers are maybe reaching a little bit? I think both can be true at the same time. So with Asturi Ruiz, um, he's always been a really, really kind of a good, sleek, athletic player with big tools, big power, speed, and really good base running and strength. That power-speed combo has always intrigued people. Um, Just for four years, he showed no semblance of plate discipline whatsoever, swung at everything. This year, he came back, really, really honed in on the approach and started swinging at better pitches, which is what fueled this breakout year. Um, At the same time, we have a track record of four years of him swinging at everything and about three months of him showing an approach. So you have to really, really, really believe this improved approach is going to stick. The other thing with him is he's a converted second baseman. He's still learning to play the outfield. The roots and reads are just kind of fair at this point. There's still a ways to go here. Now he's only 23. He has tools. He saw the ability to make adjustments. He's a hard worker. So you know, there's things to like, but most people still have a hard time seeing him as a true everyday player just because they question the approach and if he's really going to hit enough against good big league pitching. You know, and Gasser, he's an athletic lefty. He, he's got some stuff, um, you know, fastball up to 95, a nice little cutter, kind of a wide-breaking breaking ball. You know, good athlete throws strikes, but there's not really a plus pitch in there. It's more pitchability, left-handed. Um, at the same time, the Brewers have done a good job helping those guys take a jump. You know, Eric Lauer was, was similarly a guy who didn't have anything plus, 
and the Brewers were able to help him take a jump and become a really good uh, mid-to-back rotation starter. So I think it's a situation with that one where you're hoping the Brewers help him take a jump. There's good ingredients, but the stuff is presently seen as a little light to be anything more than a fourth starter. Talking with Kyle Glazer, baseball writer for Baseball America, one question I have then going off of an earlier comment you made about Taylor Rogers and Denelson Lamette being the main reason they do this. Taylor Rogers, I believe, is only on a one-year deal, and they would have had another year of arbitration with Josh Hader. So it wasn't if if they were forced to make the move now. Do you think that Taylor Rogers is someone that they're going to plan on extending and keeping around in Milwaukee past this season? I think that's going to depend on how he pitches for them. He was really, really, really good early this season and really, really, really bad in recent weeks. You know, if he comes out and shows that, hey, he can get back to being the guy he was early this season and showed himself to be in previous seasons. You know, he was a pretty good reliever. He had some really good years there, uh, especially, you know, 17, 18, 19, and and 2021, the full season. So, you know, that can make it an appealing option. But if uh, he continues to struggle like he had in the days leading up to the trade, then there's not too much of a reason to extend him. So then looking at the National League as a whole now, uh, you know, we talked with some Brewers beat writers and asked them if they're better today than they were, the you know, before the trade deadline. They said no. So then looking at some teams that improved and the Padres and obviously all the flurry of moves they made, Where do the Brewers rank among National League teams now, and has that changed since the trade deadline? I don't think there's any argument that they're any better than the fifth-best team in the NL. I mean, the Dodgers, Mets, Braves, and Potters are just better teams with substantially more talent at this point. Um, You know, the Phillies and Cardinals are right behind them, and and I think the Cardinals, especially with some of the moves they made to short the back of the rotation – wouldn't shock me if they jumped them. And, and that's the thing about all this that surprises me. You know, I mentioned, I, I think I understood why long-term value play, they feel like they can get, you know, good bullpen production now and trade hater. But to me, as a first place team in the division title hunt, trying to not just get to the postseason but advance further into the postseason, you know, are you more likely to do that with Josh Hader on your team or without him? And, and the answer is you are more likely to do that with Hader on your team. And then while this package Again, I understand what they did. It's not the kind of package where you say, oh, man, this is the best we're ever going to get. We're never going to get better than this. We need to do this right now. Um, I don't think these moves made them a better team, and I I think ultimately they are firmly um, behind the pack in terms of the best in the NL. They're more in that fifth, sixth, seventh best team range now. So, I mean, we saw a team last year in the Braves kind of, they weren't necessarily the top team in the National League, and they went on a run to win the World Series. Do you see them having a chance of maybe doing that here in Milwaukee this year? Not really, because the Braves did that by being aggressive buyers at the deadline. They went out and got an entirely new outfield. They traded away a bunch of prospects to go get, I mean, literally four new starting outfielders, and they also beefed up their bullpen. Um, The Brewers' biggest move was a sell move, trading away someone. So um, I don't think that's going to be the similar case. Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to make me feel better, Kyle, you're definitely not doing it. Uh, <laughs> with so these I answers. have to be straightforward and honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I do. So then looking at it, do you think that David Stearns looked at this team before the trade deadline and part of the reason he made those moves was thinking that maybe they'll have a better chance in years to come as opposed to this season and that's why he does that? Or do you really think that they still believe that they can win a World Series this year and I, I, I just can't understand the hater move. I'm sorry. I just can't get it. But do you think that they don't believe that they have a World Series team? 
Yes, I think. And I think that's truthfully kind of an honest assessment and accurate assessment. I think with Josh Hader, were they more likely to get there? Yes, but I still wouldn't have said that it was extremely likely. Again, when you look at this lineup in particular and compare it to the Dodgers, the Padres, the Mets, um, you know, the Mets have struggled at times a little bit, and the Braves, now they've brought Michael Harris up, and some of their guys are finding their stride. Um, you know, I, I don't think this was a Brewers team that was truly a World Series contender. At the same time, there's nothing wrong with trying to maximize your chances, and, and I think having Josh Hader on hand would have helped them do that. So then let's look at some of these Brewers prospects. Do you think that we will see any of these guys coming up? I, I doubt at the end of this year, but is there any chance that we're going to see some of these guys in AAA now with Freelich and Weimer and Garrett Mitchell making a big impact for the Brewers next season with a big league club? I think there's certainly a chance they will. Um, you know, Joey Weimer is a, a really, really interesting prospect. He's, he's kind of funky. He does some things differently, but man, the ball comes off as that hot. And he's a good athlete. He does some good things for you defensively, plays really hard, sometimes a little too reckless out there and runs into walls or other defenders. He needs to tone that down a little bit. But, um, you know, he's, he's the kind of guy that I could see definitely coming up and providing this team a spark, even though he's probably going to have some adjustments to make with his swing against big league pitching. Um, you know, Garrett Mitchell, he's more of a guy, I think, that you really rely on the speed and defense component. Um, he, he's never really hit, doesn't project to hit. He's more the raw athlete, great defender type. You know, and South Freelick is kind of the opposite of that. He's kind of, you know, a smaller, undersized guy, but the dude can just hit. So I think when you take all of them together, they all have, you know, different skill sets, um, but they can all do something that could help this team next year, no question. Two more here for you, talking with Kyle Glazer from Baseball America. Jackson Churio has really come on this season and has shot up the prospect rankings. Has that surprised you? Is that someone that maybe you saw doing something like this, and is it sustainable? Yeah, I mean, coming into the year, you know, we knew that he was a, a top international signing out of Venezuela. I mean, keep in mind, he was a Brewers top 10 prospect without ever playing a single game stateside. So you knew there was a lot of talent there, but anytime you're talking about 17-year-old international signees. It's it's a pretty risky profile. We started getting real buzz about him during uh, minor league spring training. I did a piece on some standouts in minor league camp, and he really was jumping out to scouts, not just for his tools, but his polish, some of the plays he was making at a young age. And then once we got to Carolina, it was, okay, this is extremely loud tools. It's advanced polish, advanced feel in a lot of ways. Like every young player, has some things needs to work on, goes through some stretches where he you know, needs to work on his aggressiveness. But keep in mind, this guy is 18 years old. He would have been in the draft this year. and He's already in high A crushing. Um, this is someone who has a chance to be one of the best prospects in baseball. He already is one of the best prospects in baseball, but we've had these conversations internally at BA. You know, if he continues to hit like he has at high A, which is the first level the pitching kind of gets real, the pitching in low A right now is atrocious. If he continues at high A, he's going to have a case for a top five prospect in baseball and, and maybe even number one prospect in baseball. He's that good. Well, that gets me excited. So that's at least something positive you said for me today, Kyle. Uh, last one for you. Looking at the Major League Baseball landscape as a whole after the trade deadline has passed now, who would you pick as your favorites to meet in the World Series? Yeah, I mean, I think the Yankees are still the team to beat in the American League. Uh, their acquisition of Frankie Matas is, is really, really good and strong for them. Um, you know, I also really like what the Astros did, getting Trey Mancini from the Orioles and an absolute steal. The Orioles, uh, that was just a horrendous mistake on their part, um, trading him away. 
You know, the National League, it's interesting. I actually think the Dodgers failed to upgrade what they needed most. They really needed some back-end bullpen help. They didn't get it, and I think that could come back to bite them. Um, the Mets and Padres, you know, got better. They added players to make them better. I think the gap in the NL is closed now. Um, I'd probably still pick the Dodgers, but I think, you know, a Yankees versus, you know, Yankees and Astros, and then one of Mets, Dodgers, uh, Mets Padres, Dodgers, excuse me. That's where I think it's going to come from when we get to October. Kyle, appreciate the time today. Even though you made, maybe didn't bring the positive, we appreciate your honesty. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's all right. My, I'll always be real with you. That's what I got to <laughs> do for our subscribers. That's what I'll always do for our listeners on radio. <laughs> Love it. Appreciate it, Kyle. Appreciate the time today. Yeah, my pleasure. Anytime, guys. There you heard from Kyle Glazer, national writer for Baseball America on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Big Show, Toby Altizer alongside Adam Roberts talking about the Milwaukee Brewers. And we'll continue talking about them in the final hour. But, man, Kyle Glazer is great at what he does. And when he comes with that honesty that he doesn't think that the Brewers got enough for Josh Hader, and then he talks about expecting them to be able to use Lamette maybe, and they DFA him, gosh, man. It just doesn't make me feel any better about this Brewers team. I mean, that was a great interview. It was good to hear from Kyle Glazer. But, man, it didn't give me any more hope for this Brewers team. It just didn't. I want to talk, tell you about the Wendy's app and Wendy's rewards. You need to check that out. For me, the only thing better than eating Wendy's is earning more Wendy's while you eat. I had no idea they had this new loyalty reward program called Wendy's Rewards. The entire menu's up for grabs. Whatever food you order directly through the app, website, or at the restaurant counts for points. For every dollar you spend, you'll earn 10 points. You can place your order for pickup or delivery with the Wendy's app or website. That's all you got to do. Mobile and website orders will automatically add your rewards points, so make sure you check out the Wendy's app and Wendy's Rewards today. Also, make sure you never miss a moment from... The Wendy's Big Show ever again. Download the free Odyssey app and download the Wendy's Big Show as a podcast and listen whenever and wherever works best for you. I think there were some good things to come out of that interview, though, as well. I mean, we just talked with Chris Maring a little bit ago to kick off this hour from the Timber Rattlers, and he talked about how impressive it has been to watch Jackson Churio up close and personal. And then you hear... Kyle Glazer, a guy that's talking about all these prospects, a guy that's watching all of them, keeping up with all of them. That's part of his job is keeping up with the minor leagues and what's going on out there. And he comes on and says that if he can continue to hit at this level where you start to see pitching kind of turn it around and it's actually a little more difficult and you get some more major league type arms. And he says that, Jackson Churio, if he can continue to play at the level he has, could be considered one of the top five prospects in all of baseball. 
Just to further your point of what uh, I think Chris Maring said when we talked with him, get out to see the Timber Rattlers now before he gets down to Biloxi or Nashville because it doesn't seem like he's going to be with the T-Rats for very long. No, absolutely not. And I mean, a guy that's completely shot up all of the prospect rankings, someone that, you know, I guess when you're projecting out someone that young and that you haven't necessarily seen you don't know where to put them, so maybe you put them as you know a good prospect, but you can't slot them. Now that you're starting to really get to see Jackson Churio, he's just shooting up these boards, up to number 35, up from in the 90s from the preseason, now up into the 30s. And Kyle saying that he could shoot all the way up into the top five. And a guy that this Brewers team is going to have around for a little while, someone that can help out this baseball team, and really make a difference in the years going forward. I mean, that's exciting. Because imagine if you could add in a guy like a Ronald Acuna, who, you know, you heard that comparison earlier. A Ronald Acuna to the Brewers? I mean, how exciting is that? You haven't had a guy like that come through the minor league system in a while. I mean, the most exciting guy we've had in the last couple of years is obviously Christian Yelich. And when you think about Yelich, you obviously had to trade for him. You brought him over from Miami. You get this guy to come up through the Brewers minor league system and he comes up when we're thinking he could possibly come up. It could be one of those things that he comes up when he's still in his teens. He's 18 right now. Is it something he could come up when he's 19? I don't know. I'm excited to see what he can become. Makes me think about what I'm doing with my life. 18 years old, possibly (laughs) moving up through the Brewers farm system, knocking on the door of the majors. Man. Must be nice, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Final hour, I want to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers and this clubhouse. They need to have a meeting to kind of sort these things out. We'll hear from Devin Williams after the game. We played some of his comments the other day reacting to the hater trade. Well, last night he gives up the walk-off homer. Here's some of his comments and his reaction after last night. Is it time for the Brewers to have a closed-door meeting? We'll talk about that in the final hour of the Wendy's Big Show, which comes up next. Wisconsin wide, the big show radio network. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.